0: One of God's Glorified, Peaceful Mornings On the morning of December 29, 1890, the Lakota greeted a sunny day when they would finally reach the end of their journey. Women cooked breakfast and sang while children played among the tipis. People began loading the wagons. Meanwhile, Colonel Forseth met with his officers to plan for the day. First on his agenda was disarming all the men in Bigfoot's band. To make this work, he kept the sentries in a loose ring surrounding the encampment. The Hotchkiss guns were reinforced on the west, and additional troops were placed to the north, south, and east. The result was a full cordon of the camp. It also meant that Forsyth's men were aiming their weapons at each other. To assemble all the Lakota men, Forsyth sent an Indian scout to tell them that he wanted a parley. The men of Bigfoot's band found this ominous. Still, they gathered in an open area in front of Bigfoot's tent. Forsyth. Several of his officers and a number of civilians waited, including the reporters. The Lakota drifted between the council site and their camp. To stop this, two troops of soldiers were inserted between the camp and the council area, separating the men from their families and increasing their uneasiness. Forsyth told the Lakota he wanted their weapons. The Lakota discussed this and sent two men into the tent where Bigfoot was. When the situation was explained, Bigfoot responded, Give them some of the bad guns, but keep the good ones. Several old, possibly broken carbines were offered. Whiteside was not fooled, and Bigfoot was brought outside to become a visible part of the negotiation. An officer told him, Bigfoot, yesterday everybody had a gun. I want 25 of them. Bigfoot told his men to bring the guns. When they were delivered, the officer asked for five more, then five more, and finally all of them. The Lakota cooperation ended. Forsyth and Whiteside responded by sending two details of soldiers to search the Lakota camp. They unloaded wagons, entered teepees, and physically inspected women. The soldiers took anything that could be a weapon. Knives, hatchets, crowbars, even women's beating alls. All morning, a medicine man had been moving around the circle, gesturing, chanting, and blowing his eagle bone pipe. Whatever he intended to accomplish, his actions increased the tension of the situation. It is likely that very few had weapons at this point. The owner of the store at Wounded Knee heard two soldiers count 69 rifles, collected in two piles. Since there were only uh, 120 men and not all of them owned rifles, that surely was most of the total. Still, Forsyth then ordered that the men be searched. Among them was a deaf man named Black Coyote. He held his rifle in the air, shouting that he had paid for it and would not give it up without compensation. Two or three soldiers tried to take the rifle by force. During the ensuing struggle, the rifle went off. The massacre began.